Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solo line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down podcast. It's Annalena here, as always, super happy and excited to be here. And today, as usual, I have a very special guest. Her name is Scarlett de Bonton. Um, it's French. My French is old and rusty. I hope I said that correct. And she is a self-described joy tapper, inspiration share, bliss bubble blower. She really is. I know her. She's amazing that lives to remind and guide others of the innate divinity and help them authentically realign and activate it within themselves. She's an astrologer, human design specialist, and so much more. And from an early age, her central focus has been the emotional growth and well-being of others, which remains true to this day. And as a, so, so to say, third culture kid, she has a unique perspective on bridging the gaps between cultures and different world perspectives something intensely important to her. And I can tell you that she is a true bundle of joy. And in human design, she's a 3-5 splenic projector. So welcome, Scarlett. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for the kind introduction, Annalena. And thank you for having me. Um, it really is such a pleasure. Uh, like we were saying, I remember back when you told me that you were going to have the podcast, I was so thrilled. I had been observing uh, others and I was like, oh, we really need someone to talk about the art of slowing down. Mm -hmm. And um, I am such a Saturn fan, by the way. And how much more Saturn does it get? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Just, our teacher, we need to slow down. Yeah, actually, I want to share the story with the listener. So Scarlett was literally, so we met and when we got our human design trainings and stuff, right? With Karen Parker. So um, I don't know, we connected because we had a German speaking people group, right? You you are for you have family in Austria, right? I'm Correct. from Germany. So we speak German and I think that's where we connected and we had a, immediately we clicked. So it was like, oh, we know each other and we like each other. So and you were literally the first person that this term, the art of slowing down, I shared with you. And I have to say, yeah, you were so thrilled. You were so excited and happy. And then it took a little longer while. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be a podcast. And then again, you were like my biggest fan, I have to say. <laughs> so thank Can you. Can I also add, it was such divine timing because I remember you when you were going live on Instagram mm -hmm. and 
I just, it, it was, oh, I got that little notification that you're going live. You and were I always just, live, right? Yeah, yeah, I was always tuned in and just so happy to hear what you had to share and to support you and, you know, to add anything in the little scrolling comments if I could. And mm -hmm. so that's, it's just, you know, and plus you're such a pleasure. You're such a delight. And I'm yeah. really, truly, thank you for having me here. Um, uh, thank you. Today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you universe for bringing us together. And um, yeah, but you were literally like the first person and yeah, literally biggest cheerleader. So, and as we are both uh, knowingly are human design fanatics and you also, you're really big on astrology and I think one of the topics we want to dive, I mean, you were just mentioning Saturn. So people that are listening, they, they may not, well, okay, what, what about Saturn? Well, so here's the thing that I find very interesting and also in my own personal growth and development was you know, prior to human design and prior to, um, as you mentioned, thank you, as I'm a, I'm a blue rose astrologer. Um, I studied with the Blue Rose of Astrology, founded and taught by Andrew Smith and Karen Morgan. And prior to all of that, I used to think of Saturn as I read in horoscopes or online when I was looking. And Saturn sounded very mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, you know, then they talk about, oh, your Saturn return when you turn 30. And it's like, it's going to be awful and it's mm -hmm. going to be hard and it's full of struggle. So that was kind of my perspective when really, and really thanks to the Blue Rose of Astrology, um, I've come to love Saturn because I've learned, you know, the planets themselves are really archetypes for as within, so without, so without, as within, and Saturn's highest frequency is a frequency of self-love, which we find in, in the gate 10 in the human design chart. Yeah, and interesting you have that defined, right? I have that defined. I have a Saturn Uranus conjunction there. So I both have my conscious Saturn and Uranus there. Mm -hmm. So if you want a picture of what that looks like, it's basically the authoritarian and the rebel glued together at the hip. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but so in any case, so for me, it was extremely eye-opening to see Saturn as you know, this highest frequency of self-love, that all of these notions of what have thus far and point in the point of my development been negative or frightening or fearful. I mean, fear is a part of Saturn um, mm -hmm. in human design. And that's something that I'd like to touch on because if we think about the Saturn gates, I'll correlate it here a little bit. Um, in the natural zodiac, you had so in the zodiac you have planets rulerships of the signs and in natural you had saturn ru ruling aquarius in modern astrology now so you have saturn ruling capricorn so when we think about fear and human design so what comes to mind spleen oh I yeah spleen is right? like almost i want to say almost every gate in the shadow expression is kind of connected to some fear but it's especially the yeah fear of failure fear of the future fear of the past repeating itself fear of not being or knowing enough and not getting it perfect yeah it's this and so but so the interesting thing is though that is very um a plutonian venus fear so mm -hmm. if you think about it, the gates of the spleen, they're Libra, they're Scorpio. So that's more Pluto. 
which when you look at the circuitry of the human design system, what's coming off of those, you know, what are those, um, those channels, they're collective fears, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Saturn, you look at individual circuitry, it's the, it's the mm-hmm. fear of not being good enough. So self-esteem, self-worth, confidence, all of those things. And, um, but the reason why I brought up rulership was so when you look at the signs of all of the gates in the human design, wherever you find Aquarius or Capricorn, the rulership is Saturn. So what I would do and what I tend to do now is I, before I see a client or depending on if the conversation leads there is I look to see where their conscious Saturn sits and what Mm -hmm. gate that is and let them know that whenever they're dealing with any of the energies within the human design chart, so wherever there's an Aquarian, so where there's Aquarius energy or there's Capricorn energy, mm-hmm. go to their conscious Saturn first, because that is the energy that they're bringing with that gate, whether or not they have it defined or not. Mm-hmm. When they touch on that energy, they're pulling in the energy of their Saturn as well. So that's just you know peeling the onion a little bit further, mm-hmm. not to make it you know, human design more confusing for those who are just starting out but I found that to be very valuable because we're saying you know a plutonian venus sphere it's like this survival mode of the spleen but then you have the identity center you have the fears of as I was saying self-worth confidence esteem um the root um those fears of never getting it's like am I going to get everything done Mm -hmm. um be able to do everything that I want. Um, I feel like, oh, then the emotional solar plexus as well. Those yeah. fears that are rooted from, is it an action? Which I don't want to con- go too far down the rabbit hole and confuse that you know, with Mars energy because action would be more Mars. But is it something that I'm doing or observing in my environment? Is this more because I'm doing it or is it because I was feeling an emotional fear first Mm -hmm. which is you know in terms of what is it it's I think we touched on it briefly before um it's asking the question having people ask you the core question um and that's something also that's very important to me it's like (laughs) with my mother for example oh I love her she whenever I had a problem growing up you know she would ask me what what's the problem and I would start talking and she said well there's something more to it than that and then I would say what's more to it than that she's like but there's something deeper than that and that's really what we're looking at with those fears I mean so Mm -hmm. individual circuitry um Mm -hmm. in terms of Saturn um but yeah I'm gonna I kind of went off on a tangent there I want to go back to Saturn really of how, yeah, on a lower frequency, it's like, of course, it's a, we see Saturn as an authoritarian. I also want to chime in where it depends on, you know, what uh, are you giving, are you giving Saturn more of a yang energy or are you giving it a yin energy? From mm-hmm. my perspective, it's like, I see Saturn as yin. Saturn is, a, I mean, self-love mothering. There's a wisdom to her. Um, she, Yes, she deals with our conditioning. Um, Saturn returns, right? So when we hit 30, it's there's 
culturally everyone's like oh no I don't have all my ducks in a row like I'm not married yet or do I even want to get married yeah. do I want to have kids you know it's people tend to freak out whereas I have to say I had a really fun time turning <laughs> I was I was happy to just be like I'm like I made it it's it's good uh, I'm not gonna worry about all those things thankfully because I already had you know uh was starting to have this understanding about Saturn um and I will touch on this actually I told you I have all these notes around here um our first Saturn return is where we step into adulthood yeah that's a concept you know where people think sure culturally when you're 18 when you're 21 you're an adult but really what's going on it's like we just came out of being a teenager um and so really it's like you get this little taste of oh what does it mean to be an adult so you're at university you're on your own you're Mm. getting your feet wet Mm. then you have your Saturn return and you're a baby. You're a baby. We're 30s to 40s. You're a baby adult. Mm-hmm. In your 40s, you get to have the the toddler time. Where um, I loved it when when friends of mine they they'd be like 40s and 40s are the new 20s, which is very much true because you're a toddler. You get to have that fun again. Except instead of being just a teenager that's testing the water, you are in the midst of what it means to be an adult. Um, then of course with the 50s you have your chiron return show up a little bit but then with the second saturn return you're a full-fledged adult right so by the time we're in our 60s it's like adulthood has arrived so (laughs) for you for anyone listening it's really um i'd like you to take a moment and just you know let that sink in wherever you fall you know in that range it's you're perfectly fine where you are yeah yeah I love that and I I want to thank you for sharing that so I want to kind of because some some of my listeners some they're all into human design but some of the terms we just kind of heard they may be a little bit like okay what's that in return what what is this so just to kind of explain um we we have we have life cycles in human design, right? And we have one of the first ones we have is called Saturn return. That happens usually around the age of 29 and a half, 30-ish. And what that means is that Saturn is back in the position it was when you were born. Right. And then we have it again, second Saturn return is like around 58, 60-ish, what you were talking about. And since Saturn is like we call it the great teacher it can be a challenging time if we are not, if we're in the lower frequency, if we're not learning from the energies in our Saturn, right? So and I have to say my, my 30s were rough, most roughest year of my life. So definitely, yeah. I, my, my daughter was born, she had to have open heart surgery, um, about to get divorced from my husband at the time. It was, it was very rough and everything for me. Um, but I mean, in hindsight, you know, like, oh my God, I learned so much. I This is why I'm a strong woman that I am today, kind of in a way, right? Because I was able to move through that. Um, and so I'm actually, I, I pulled up my chart here. I hope that's okay. <laughs> um, so I have, what do I have in Saturn? I, in my conscious Saturn, I have the 32. And mm-hmm. in my unconscious, I have the 57. So I'm just, just curious now what like from what you were sharing with the fears and and all of that like what advice or what insights would you give me I want to I want to hear your 
wisdom, your projected wisdom, especially. Well, thank you. You said, I'm going to look again, your conscious Saturn 32, correct? Yeah. So that, I mean, so there you are also taking, I want to look, look at your Venus because it's a Libra energy. Mm, all right. In the 61 and all right. Oh, I love that. So so I was going to say, so what I would say for the Saturn in the 32 there um, is really, you were saying that you're, with your Saturn return, I mean, you had your daughter, so she's really your Saturn baby and the Saturn gift. It's, um, are you taking, not just are you taking the time, but I would first and foremost suggest um, digging into um, what are you accepting in your reality? What are you rejecting within your reality? And through the mysteries of life, right? So it's kind of going beyond the veil. It's looking further. It's stepping into that manifester part of you, stepping into the quantum field. Mm. And first things first is to look into what appears and then whatever appears in that way is incorporate that into be it your business, be it into your relationships. Um, Cause in a traditionally with continuity, right. And I mean, again, we were talking about, so with the splenic, those fears of survival um, intuition, you know, the fears of, well, mm, do I, don't I, right, in a way? So let me, I mean, let, let me know um, how that resonates first and foremost for you. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's, a, I mean, both of my Saturn gates are splenic gates. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. which is, and, I, and I, I mean, I have to say that I was a very, like growing up, I was a very fearful kid. And but I feel like with a so the 32 is about endurance and con continuity and keep going right even though when things get tough and mm -hmm. I can definitely relate that having my daughter gave me that purpose of like to keep going because at the time I felt a little bit like giving up energy at that age no longer now so but I feel like being a mother has really helped me to see the bigger purpose and keep going and 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 that right mm. so and then of course there's a fear of failure right it's in that energy where it's like what if i'm gonna fail right and not live, live out that purpose and i i mean i have to say i feel like very content and happy where i'm at mm. um especially with with my business going um there's definitely still some things like in my personal life that are still a little bit more challenging here and there. But if I look back to 10, well, it's almost, yeah, it's 10 years now. I'm 40. <laughs> so I'm like, wow. I mean, what I have grown in the last 10 years is incredible. Like, I feel like I was the little girl, totally scared of the world and everything. And not, like the whole being responsibility of being a parent kind of scared me as well. And, and now I feel, yeah, I'm in charge of my life and I, I'm the woman, <laughs> you know, I'm more like, and, and I'm very, so I used to 
because my fears were so strong I did not listen to my intuition much right I was very much in my head and I was more this can also be my two line and funny enough both of these gates are on the two line as well that people projected on me oh you should do this and this and this and I was so disconnected from my my own inner knowing mm -hmm. and that has shifted a lot like oh no matter what people are telling me I'm like okay well but I don't want to do that or I'm I'm doing this because it feels good and right to me mm -hmm. um, which I have to say human design has helped me tremendously you know listening to my sacral and you know and saying like oh yeah I, I it sounds great that my sacral is not on board <laughs> so mm -hmm. I love that I can have that excuse now um yeah from that sense definitely yeah I I'm I'm grateful for the lesson, and some of the biggest lessons I have learned is that I, I know very clearly there were some incidents when I was younger, also in my late 20s, where I did not listen to my intuition. My fear was bigger. I was too scared to be on my own, to do things the way I, I felt I wanted to do, but I didn't feel I, I had the power to do it. So I, I went more with what I thought I have to do or what's more comfortable in the moment. And I can definitely say, like, life is kicking you in the butt for that. Mm. It's going to really shake you up so that you follow your soul's calling and your path that you're meant to go on. So the really big lesson I learned is like, lady, you got to listen to your intuition. Wonderful. And today I'm like, I mean, my partner today was like, yeah, you're kind of psychic. <laughs> you know, she used to put out one of these signs on the, you know, people like, oh, get, book a psychic reading and stuff. And because I'm so tuned in with my intuition and the, the the amount of synchronicities that are in my life is just, it's magical. It's mm. beautiful. I love it. And that was definitely not the case 10 years ago. In the 30s, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's so beautiful because, I mean, another thing that I wanted to mention is we all speak our charts right? Mm -hmm. And what you were describing right now was this beautiful bond between the gate 32 and 61, which is a Venus in the Saturn. Mm -hmm. So Saturn ruled gate, by the way. But that's mm -hmm. that, you know, the following the intuition and then realizing where the struggle and the fear was and just coming full circle. So I just, mm -hmm. I just want to say, you know, thank you for showing, I mean, sharing that with me and your, your listeners, because that was just, extremely cool. beautiful yeah. yeah and um I did want to say so what I did notice was um also with so with your subconscious uh Saturn with the 57 you have your conscious Mars in there as well um oh yeah the 57 yeah 57 is a big one for me that's a big one for you and so I mean it's really um I'm curious to know, uh, you know, because it's again, I mean, it pulls back to your Venus in 61 right there is whenever people back in the past, you know, now or now tell you what to do. I mean, you don't tell, <laughs> you don't tell, you don't tell the generators what to do. <laughs> <laughs> um and you don't tell anyone what to do. I mean, exactly this is nobody. I was gonna say this is what's coming from a three-five anyway. I was like, no, nah, people, no, no, no. We can give suggestions. We can share our wisdom. But um, 
like you had mentioned, that's what I had heard you say. It's like, if people say, oh, you should do this or you should do that. Um, just a quick side note is I am the biggest fan of saying could instead of should. I feel like there should be signs everywhere. And I know that in different languages, so it's like in German, it's like du musst, du sollst, you have those two things. Yeah. And contest. Um, but it would be so much more freeing for people. I think it's like, oh, you could do this. Which that's um, so true. That sounds such more because the should there is there is this low vibe energy and kind of like that's what I yeah, we have to, and it's like, oh, you could, it's more like you have the possibility. That's mm -hmm. what I feel when you say the word could, yeah. you could do this and that because you have so many talents, right? And and I always considered myself, and I remember when I was in school, I felt like, well, I'm good at everything. How am I going to be something ever? <laughs> you know, like, and I mean, now in hindsight, I see how it's my gift. Mm. And I guess I have found my thing eventually, but I was so like, I looked up to people that just oh I want to be a lawyer and this is it and I'm like oh, I cannot pick just one thing and I, of course I'm a manager and now I know that <laughs> I'm supposed to be like that um but and I'm supposed to experiment as a manager right and figure it out and have all these different career paths before I find the one that really suits me you know mm. um so yeah. And can you explain to the listeners a little bit about what's the 61 energy? What that's that's the gate 61, right? Right. So the gate 61 traditionally is known as um mystery, right? So it's going into the realm of as Ananina was saying, you know, that's there, you know, her partner said she's psychic. That's where we pick up on our I want to say, you know, it's like, it's not, I mean, obviously it's not the only place in the human design chart where we pick up on this type of intuition, but it's really uh, where we start getting our downloads of what we can incorporate, not only, you know, physically into um, healing ourselves and healing the collective. Um, and it's not just an individual gate either. Um, however, I would also say, um, this is where an energy where I would say journal, I mean, as a, as a projector, you know, this isn't for everyone, obviously make this decision off of your own authority. Um, mm -hmm. but where I encourage a lot of journaling, mm -hmm. even though that in human design, you know, and I see Anna and you know, you, it's like, you have the gate 11 defined as well, but you know, I, that's where they say oh it's the endless river of ideas but for me the 61 it's the waterfall of intuition oh you call it the i love it the waterfall yeah it is sometimes it and it comes sometimes it's blank there's nothing and i have an undefined so the 61 is off the head center and it, my head center is undefined so I, I feel like i amplify that energy at times and it's just overwhelming and i just I just know everything and it's like I cannot even explain why I just know and I think combined with a 57 and I have I mean I have the 61 three times in my chart I have a 57 right. twice so it's like and, I, and we are all intuitive right 100%. Um, but I but I used to be scared of that in a mm. way and now I'm more like I'm owning it it's 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 because and, and really human design has helped me with that it's like oh yeah I'm, 
you need to use my intuition more and just allow it and not even and it's like anytime you hesitate you're out of your intuition it's that you just know and like so many times even before a person speaks i already know and then they're talking i was like oh yeah i knew what they were going to talk about like it's almost like a mind reading also comes to mind for me that's something i can read i can read people's mind all the time you don't have to talk to me much <laughs> right well you know that's also i mean with that saturn energy I means saturn so also one of its components is wisdom mm-hmm. and you know so it's like there i mean you could say oh but scarlet i thought that the moon that the moon the moon was wisdom as well it's like well the moon mm-hmm. it has emotional wisdom but with saturn you know that's more um internalized i mean it's all over whether it's mental whether it's emotional it touches on everything um it's the I am that I am energy, right? And so when you have that 61 and the 57 and, you know, amplifying it, as you said, um, there's this notion where I would say that for you, I mean, this is what they say about the 57 anyway, um, as an auditory gate, it's that you already hear. Before it's spoken. Before it's spoken. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I definitely do (laughs) And then you also hear, you know, it's like, even though sometimes when we're in the throes of stress or if we feel that we're kind of out, you know, out of alignment, you know, sometimes, and sometimes that happens, it happens and it's completely fine. You know, we wake up in the morning, we're already late, we're in stress mode already. So we're go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Um, where in that type of a moment, you may maybe potentially feel uncertain of mm-hmm. what's actually going on. You know, when somebody says, Although with you, when I look at your chart, I'm like, you know, nobody can tell you, oh, I'm fine. You, you already know. Oh, what yeah. My open solar plexus is like, it's, that's why I, I hear in America, it's like, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, right. Bullshit. <laughs> so it's like, it's such a, yeah, I can sense from a hundred miles away how you are. <laughs> mm. I so you're already picking up on that. Yeah. It's in, with Mars as well. You know, it's uh I mean, that's also what you're doing, you know, through this podcast and through, I mean, everything that you do and the businesses that you have, it's really showing and sharing this information, that aspect of yourself. I mean, whether that's something that um, you're doing consciously um, or not, um, I think it's beautiful. Again, it's, it's such a pleasure to um support you in 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 this journey which is like whether you know i'm just listening or um saying something um was that uh does that satisfy the question yeah yeah and like what would you so for the listeners if they look at that chart or like anything was said on what advice would you give them like look deeper into those gates or what, what would you tell them um, well, the first question that I would ask them is, um, you know, for well, this is me personally, though, because it's it's my conscious Saturn, it's self-love and self-love, you know, that gate 10 being the highest frequency of Saturn is starting off and asking them on a sliding scale, let's say from, you know, um, I'm always struggling, I'm always doubting myself. I feel struggle and limited. Um, 
from there to how self-loving are they? That's the first question. Mm-hmm. And you would ask, you know, ask, ask, ask and answered, and then look at it in the context of the gate. So where their Saturn falls. Yeah. Yeah. You take that. And then the next question would be, it's like, okay, so you have their, the baseline of how they feel of how Saturn is being expressed within them. And then you, do, you look at the gate and then you, you apply that in the same area and you say, where are you on a sliding scale as it pertains to, um, take the gate 13 as it, as it pertains to being willing and able to listen to other stories, whether you ask them to share or not. Mm. It's, and I'm just using that. Yeah, my, my conscious son, I'm very well aware of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just like, you know, so it's, and it's really then making those connections because then I feel like there's a definite benefit to doing this, um, this type of work and looking at the chart in this sort of way, because otherwise, whenever we come to Saturn energy that's combined with whether it's a, a channel or a different planet, if we're different aspects, if there are two planets that are in this gate, um, so a conjunction, um, to really understand what's going on because mm-hmm. otherwise it's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, I do love myself and I do have a lot of self-care implemented, um, but it's always this, you know, it's always this gate. And even though, though their conscious son may be, you know, in the gate 32, they're finding the struggle in the 13. Yeah, 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 I love it. So basically, and, and I love this too, because we, we tend to, so even it, because what happens if you go through our Saturn return and we are not learning from our fears, we're not diving into the lessons we're here to learn, we will keep struggling with that, right? And we will keep literally, like I always say, like we keep getting that kick in the butt on the ass. <laughs> Excuse my French. So, <laughs> yeah, because the, it is it is for a reason called our great teacher. And the more, like like in my case, I really had to face my fears. The, and, and, and the 57 and the 32 is the fear of failure and the fear of the future. Yeah. Huge. Growing up, oh my gosh, it was ruling my life. And I did not know how to deal with that. And that's why I feel so grateful that before even human design came my way, I learned the emotional work and actually feeling my feelings and emotions and, you know, the beauty of the open solar plexus in particular. Uh, Now I understand why I was so overwhelmed with that. I, I couldn't like, it was so strong how I can feel things. Right. And, um, because, what we tend to, especially in terms of money and prosperity, we want to, okay, where are my markers in the chart? And yeah, you are, your Jupiter is where we have blessings and stuff. But if you're not looking at your Saturn first, right, we will never get to really those blessings because after we learn the lessons, we can then tap into the blessings of Jupiter and all the other energies in the chart. So that's why I love that you make it such a specific point to Look at your Saturn gates. That's where you may struggle the most in terms of self-love, right? So I, I loved it. I didn't know that that the highest expression is self-love. That's so beautiful. And you have it in your Saturn. So that's so cool. So also, just interject real quick. I mean, what's also apparent with so with your Saturns and the fact that you know it is the splenic Saturn, it's you have both. You were dealing with the Plutonian fear of the collective. 
<laughs> and, and the Saturn fear from the from the individual yeah. so you were dealing with both of those at the it's a lot of fears that i had to deal with there's right? a lot of fear a lot of fear that okay. you overcame and so it's just you know and look at you now right like yeah i i, I mean i have to be honest like the I still have those, I still have fears, but I have learned like today, something in my personal life was where we really had to, we had to face some fears and, but I can be with it. I'm no longer like, I'm just like, okay, I'm breathing into this. I said, Ho'oponopono, I have my tools and I, I can face a fear with love, if that makes sense and not let it scare me and run away and, and paralyzed and hide under the bed sheets all day long you know but it definitely used to be there um, well there's um byron katie loving what is right that's where yeah, we start. she's awesome yeah exactly no and i and i i know i teach this so much like i always say when you resist persists and that's the thing with fear if we resist the fear because it's uncomfortable the fear takes over and we manifest what we what we fear much more likely but if we can write face on the fear and walk towards it, it's like, hey, buddy, I know I'm not intimidated by you. It's very uncomfortable, but I'm going to say hi, mm-hmm. you know, and that has been the most magic in my life to even the fear of rejection. That was a huge one for me being a four line, I guess, especially amplified, right? You know this really well with the 49, right? You have the 49 in your chart. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's my um, It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and and you guys were nerding out a little bit, but if you have a four line in your chart or if you have the gate 49, those are very big markers for fear of rejection. We all have this as humans, but those things in particular, we have that. We know it very consistently, those fears. And the same there in the past i i used to react or like like you know when you you are scared to get rejected by a person and then you you start to react and say some things you then regret even more that you said them and i have learned just to just to be with it and feel the discomfort and then always such magic happens it's so beautiful so yeah i also want to add um to the point of what i said before with the um plutonian fear of the collective and the saturn of the individual what the other side to the coin is unconditional love right highest frequency self-love for saturn and for pluto its highest frequency unconditional love Hmm. so you know it's like walking hand in hand and yeah like you said you know so we're we're never done right yeah, we're continuously we we recognize we're we're like artists, we're musicians. I mean, oh gosh, how how often have you heard practice makes perfect, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? kind of thing. The the rubber band effect, right? So that the more that you stretch it, and when you let go, it comes back faster. Whereas if you just stretch a little and you go back, it's kind of it doesn't hurt us. In a way, it doesn't have that mm-hmm. snap response. And the more that we're confronted with you know with 49 you know it's like that abandonment rejection those fears um the more that we're confronted with them and we learn from them i mean there are those that hide and stay hidden as we're saying you know it's like or and i am also the type of person where i'm not going to judge that like that's just something where if a person is ready 
and wants to, um, mm. to see a different perspective. But that's, you know, in all fairness, also a part of respecting a person's choice. Yeah. Because um, I, I mean, and I love the, the Victor Franke quote, you know, man can be stripped of everything but choice. Yeah. And, um, okay. But that would be going down the rabbit hole of victimization. <laughs> Sorry, I'll bring that back in. Um, yeah. No, but really, really good points. Um, yeah, so look at your Saturn gates, face your fears, feel them, don't run away from them. I think that's the message here. And then I would love to also hear a little bit from you, especially being a projector, right? Um, so the whole concept of slowing down like how has that made an impact in your life what what is what are your thoughts on that so i can um, make a long story short <laughs> um ever since 2016 and this is going to be astro talk so i'm going to try and explain it as best as possible i stepped into a number of new beginning phases. I had a Neptune new beginning phase. And what it means is basically you're setting the stage and the foundation for the years to come. And with Neptune, well, it's more kind of in the dreamscape. I was uh, slowing down in terms of I was writing poetry like an Energizer bunny. Like <laughs> I had a lot of generator energy around me. Um, and from there on, I went into my Saturn return so it's another at a new beginning phase. You're basically invisible. Mm -hmm. So you're forced. I mean, and and it's not invisible. Being an invisible as a projector, you have the fears. I mean, then the Saturn return of, oh my gosh, like I'm completely useless. Nobody is connecting with me. I have to work harder. You know, all of those fears coming up. And for me, so new beginning phase, the Saturn return. I'm currently. Um, moving through a Saturn conjunct my Mercury. So it's also about a new beginning phase of laying the foundation of what I'm going to be sharing and how I share in the years to come. I would be, for lack of a better word, um, extremely burned out if it weren't my love for Saturn, if it weren't for my love for Saturn, and it, if it weren't for my understanding of what it means to slow down, slowing down, learning everything's okay, everything's coming in divine timing. I can trust life. I don't have to look at, you know, whether I'm on social media or hearing stories from my friends, I don't have to look at what's going on outside of me and allow what I'm seeing to have myself criticize myself, mm -hmm. right? Because that's, as a projector then even, I mean, you could say it's almost like a double, triple whammy of if you're going through a phase where you're meant to go slow and everybody's running around you really quickly, there's a fear in it of itself that pops up. Yeah. But knowing what I know, so I mean, you know, if we're, how nice it would be if we were all human des design specialists and astrologers, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but knowing what I know, and you know, I did mention earlier, so, I mean, I had a, a knee injury, a knee injury. So what was that a sign of? I mean, Saturn rules the knee and it was the left side. So it was feminine energy, which since I had this energy, uh, this injury, it was a sign that I wasn't slowing down, but I was going a little too fast and that 
internally for whatever reason that was focusing on different things that I had to physically slow down. And that was very humbling, right? Getting to that point of, oh, I have to take a break. I've been too focused on what everyone outside of me has been thinking. I've been too worried about what others may think of me or too worried about that the struggles of others. I mean, that's the open emotional empath and then the solar plexus right there where mm-hmm. I was attracting a lot of people who weren't willing to take the steps of self-responsibility and would just be like, oh, you know, it's like, I want to hear what is your advice? What is your advice? And so I had to take a step back and say, you've got this. <laughs> I'm cheering for you, right? Like that's kind of like my go-to, I'm cheering for you. You've got this. Um, but yeah, the new beginning phase, because as I said, it's kind of this, I came up for air and then went back down and slowing down has humbled me in that regard. But I also feel a huge sense of peace mm-hmm. and joy because I mean, joy, Jupiter, but um, a love for myself that I don't think I would have had if I didn't have this consecutive, just kind of going back to Saturn. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. And I, I really believe that no matter what human design type you are, there's so much magic that happens when we slow down and and our body's telling us like right now with a knee, yeah, we can be a victim of it. And like, why is this happening to me? Or just be like, all right, thank you, body, for kind of giving me a little sign here that I have to, you know, notch it up a little bit with my slowing down or, or slow it, yeah, slow it down. And time and time and, and in my own life, and when I hear you or everybody that I talk to, when they have these stories, like how they were forced to slow down, then the magic that happened after, right? And of course, in the slowing down, you get the bitterness and we get the frustration, the anger and all of it. And like, oh, why is nothing happening? And the more we can just be with that uncomfortableness because it will come up, right? We we, we want to create, we want to move, we want to not get behind anybody, right? But then you get those beautiful invitations, you get the things to respond to, you get these divine downloads, because let's, we, I think we talked about it before getting on the podcast. Like when, when is it when you get these magical downloads? When you rush around and try to get everything done? Oh. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it's usually um, when you get in the shower and you don't even think about doing anything. You're like, oh, that's what I need to be doing. Oh, that's the idea. The zone out moments, right? Where you're in the flow state. Um, and to your point, uh, if I may, where you were saying it's like when we're in that stress mode and, um, not paying attention and it's, we're in the struggle. It's like, oh, this is so difficult. There is, um, a phrase from Alison Armstrong, um, she uh, author in keys to the kingdom, uh, the queen's coat, I mean, written a lot of stuff in terms of relationships and it's more 49 coming out, but she has a phrase that's where it says from furious to curious Mm. and that's a beautiful thing that I love to share in in, um, combination with Saturn is we can look at these frustrating stressful moments as exactly that or you know that's the furious aspect 
we can become curious and ask the question, mm. why could this be a good thing? Yeah, I love it. I love it. And that really comes back to human design, right? All the the head gates. Mm. Because we can get into doubts and and you know, kind of psychosis and all these things, right? And like overthinking and everything is bad and da-da-da-da-da. But really our mind is here to ask questions mm. and, and ask for things, right? And I think we're so underusing that power that we have there through. Yeah, it's curiosity. It's the, the sixth one is the wondering and you wonder what's possible, you know, from, I wonder what's possible from being in this pit of frustration right now. You know, why can't we just be like, it's more playful and childlike? And then, but we have been so trained to use the mind to make decisions and figure things out, but that's not what it's meant to be doing, right? So if we were using that, so yeah, be curious. Okay, and, and, and ask the question like, what is the lesson here, right? Because oftentimes we are, we're so in this repellent energy of like, I don't like it. And we resist the situation, like with your knee right now, you could be like, this is not fair. Why is this happening to me? And then instead of healing it in two months and take six, right? Yeah. Because we're such an, because life is like, well, I'm trying you to understand something here, but it's like, it's not listening, right? And when we and then so that's your conscious sound, right? Surrender is is comes into when we can fully surrender and let go of needing to figure it out or finding the reason why this happened or whatever to us or for uh, really it happens for us always. Um, that's when the magic unfolds, right? Right. When you let go of the resistance, that's where everything falls into place. Yes, yes. And I know it's not easy, but it is possible. So it's going to be with it and feel it. Plus, you know, it's um, like I said, I mean, I am such a Saturn fan. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, those listening, hopefully we've discussed some things that may have changed the minds of those who think, oh, you know, Saturn is this big challenger. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, this authoritarian who's going to be very strict with me. Um. But that energy, I mean, it's, we wouldn't learn, right, without Saturn. Yeah, yeah. It's the, if, if we didn't have a mom, I mean, a mother, I mean, for me, Saturn is feminine. Again, it's like, I'm completely open to whether it's masculine or feminine energy. Um, but if we didn't have somebody who said, you know, do your homework, um, you know, put down the video game or, you know, stop mm -hmm. watching the K-drama or, you know, yeah. if we didn't have that, we would just go into, I mean, you know, Saturn's partner with Jupiter and we'd go into over in excess of one thing and too much of, a, of, of one thing isn't necessarily a good thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so... Again, that's our invitation from you. Thank you for that To Look at your Saturn, so the gates and your human design chart. You can look up on Google what the Saturn sign looks like and you just look at the right and the left of your chart, see where the Saturn is and look and at the look gates, at the, what it means. The, um, Capricorn and um, so Cardinal Earth, Capricorn and fixed air Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Those will be the places that Saturn will definitely be playing a role with. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then and, and we could probably we need to probably schedule another episode to dive deeper into astrology. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. There's so much, right? Um, like mm -hmm. you say, it's a little bit of a of a rabbit hole, but really beautiful. Um, but so Scarlett, how can people get in contact with you if they wanna 
dive deeper into their charts and their Saturn energies and all that good stuff? Um, the best way to contact me at this given point in time, I mean, is either through email or direct messages through Instagram. Okay. Um, I am, as I was saying, this Saturn Mercury conjunction and Mercury is the ruler of my chart. So it's, it's a, it's a Pluto's playing a role too. So intense transformational period for me. And then the easiest way is through the direct messages or email. Beautiful. And you do offer human design and astrology. I do. Yes. Beautiful. And I offer fusion for those who are interested and awesome. really it's just a matter of engaging with me, right? Saying, yeah, this is what's going on. Um, could you help me? And that's where I will offer. I'll open my bag of <laughs> you know, tricks. Let's say I'll pull everything out and say, yeah, we'll create a little, you know, uh, a menu just for you. Yeah, I love that. And I have to say, your, your joyous energy is really contagious. So I really love that about mm -hmm. you. And as a final question, I just want to ask you, what's your final nugget of wisdom that you want to leave the listeners with? Uh, there are so many. Um, the final nugget of wisdom is no matter where you find yourself at this point in your life, um, give yourself a pat on the back, hug yourself. I know, you know, it's like just the, I do the HHK in the morning, a high five for being alive, the hugs for the selves and then kisses. Cause that's a, you know, a wonderful uh, way of loving the self, but no matter where you are, pat on the back and just remember, you know, life is a process. We're never done. And, um, you yeah, know, you've got this and I'll be cheering for you. <laughs> Awesome. I love this so much. Um, thank you so much, Scarlett, for being here. Thank you for this deep wisdom. I learned a lot today. I loved it. So thank you for looking at my chart too and looking at some of those specifics. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. Awesome. <laughs> thank you listeners for being here with us and I'm excited to be with you on the next episode. Appreciate you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.